Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the You Out Loud podcast. Today, we are talking more about your anxiety and worry. However, today I'm telling you some things that you can control right now in your life that could be contributing to your anxiety and worry or making them worse. But these are things that you can take a look at, take a little inventory of your life and say, okay, maybe I can control or lessen those things or stay away from those things or be more mindful of these things so that I can lessen my anxiety and worry on my own. So these are some very tangible things that you can do right now and just kind of look at what is going on in your life to see how you can help yourself and your anxiety right now. The the things that you can control because there are a lot of things that contribute to our anxiety and worry that we can't control. But these, my friend, are things that you can. So settle in for episode 14 of the You Out Loud podcast. Hey there, friend, and welcome to the You Out Loud podcast. I'm your host, Mindy Hancock, and I am so glad you are listening in today. Authenticity truly happens when you let go of all the things you think you need to be. Each episode, we'll talk everything from mindset, motivation, inspiration, tough love, anxiety, mental health, and so much more. Rest assured you can take the tools and strategies in this podcast and apply them to start living your most purposeful life out loud. All right, let's settle in for the goodness that is to come in this episode. Hello again, and welcome to the You Out Loud podcast. Today, like you heard in the intro, we're talking about things that you can do right now to help lessen your anxiety and worry. And I know that a lot of times when we are find that our anxiety or worry kind of gets a little bit more heightened, or let's just say out of control, they are. It's often caused by things that we cannot control. Maybe there are things that are out of our control because there are things that could be happening or might happen in the future or like, let's just, let's just say, you know, the things that are happening in our world right now, we can't control those things. So those things might actually cause or contribute to your level of anxiety and worry. And that's understandable, but those things that we cannot control. So what can you control right now to help lessen your anxiety so that the things that are out of your control maybe don't feel as out of control? Like maybe you don't feel so anxious or so worried because you are controlling the things that you can control. So what could we be doing that could contribute to worse anxiety or what could we just flip the script and say, Oh, if I just change this thing, it might get a bit better. You know, it's, it's no secret that feeling out of control can, can lead to, to anxiety and worry. Like that's so true. 
but we're going to just kind of take a moment and look at the things that you can control in order to decrease your anxiety and your worry. So one thing that we let's talk about, number one is sleep. Sleep is the key to the way that you feel, how you can do things, how, you know, how adequate you are at your job or, you know, just being able to do those basic things that we do every single day. If we're tired because we're not getting good sleep or we're not going to sleep or we're unable to fall asleep, it's not good for anyone including ourselves or the people around us. So the number one thing that you can do right now is focusing on adequate sleep. So let's, let's think about this. How can you can control this? Well, if you're not going to bed at a decent hour, if you are staying up until 2 a.m., but you have to get back up at 6 or 5 to get ready for work, that's not adequate sleep. You need to be getting anywhere between 6 to 8 hours of sleep good sleep per night. So if you're not going to bed until super late, then maybe let's readjust that. What can you do to get ready and get in bed earlier than you usually do? And don't, you know, don't go all in all at once. Maybe make some baby steps, maybe back it up an hour or, you know, 45 minutes until you can get some more adequate sleep. So make sure that you are a going to bed at a decent hour so that if you have to get up super early, you have some good sleep under your belt. So that's one thing. But what if you're going, um, but what if I can't fall asleep because I can't stop my thoughts or I just can't seem to wind down or, you know, I just, I don't, I get start to think about things and then I get really anxious and then I get mad at myself that I can't go to sleep and then my anxiety gets higher. Yeah, I know that's a problem. I've been there. So first thing, what are you doing to try to help this situation? Have you tried anything? Have you tried some maybe all natural ways to help you sleep? Maybe some sleepy time tea. Have you tried CBD? Have you tried melatonin? Are there any things that you have tried? If you're like, yes, Mindy, I've tried all those things. They don't work. Well, then maybe it's time you talk to your doctor. Okay. So like tell them, Hey, I am not getting good sleep. And my anxiety is even worse because I can't get good sleep because I can't fall asleep or I can't stay asleep. It might be time to talk to your doctor and there's nothing wrong with that. We have to advocate for ourselves. You cannot continue and sustain um, good life on no sleep. Okay. So eventually it will catch up with you. Eventually you will hit a wall and you need to be able to have that sleep. Hey there, friend. Can we chat for a sec? Okay, cool. I promise this won't be long. Are you a worrier? Do you often find yourself in a worry spiral? I totally understand where you're coming from. Worry creates a narrative in our minds that isn't always real. Struggling with worry is even harder when we are stressed, anxious, or feeling out of control. To help navigate these emotions and feelings, I've recommended journaling to my clients as a way to help work through, release, and gain control over their worries. If you are struggling right now, you are not alone, and I am here to help you. Journal Your Worries Away is my free resource that I am so excited to share with you. 
you. This resource has 30 done-for-you journal prompts to help you create space and energy to spend on things you love instead of worrying. So if you want to grab this, head to the link in the show notes to grab your free, yes, I said free, copy of Journal Your Worries Away and start easing your mind now. All right, guys, let's jump into the show. Second thing I want to talk about is moving your body. Now, I know I've talked about this before, moving your body intentionally. Now, I don't mean that you have to have this like strenuous workout. It has to be so hard and you have to like want to die after. I don't mean that. If that's what you like and you want to work out so hard that like it hurts so bad and you want to throw up after, then you do you. Like that's totally great. I've been there and I definitely do those workouts sometimes. But I also um, know what it's like to feel like that after a workout. So if that's your jam, then then do that. But if moving your body intentionally means going on a walk or doing some yoga or some light stretching or going for a run or getting on your you know spin bike, whatever that looks like for you, that is fine. But making sure that you are taking the time and putting it into your day in some way is another way to help lessen your anxiety, okay? So just finding a way to move your body intentionally. Again, it doesn't have to be this like huge, you know, workout that you're spending hours at the gym and you're, you know, depleting all of your energy. I am not saying that it has to be that. Go for a walk. Whatever it is, just do it intentionally, So that's number two. Number three, what are we eating? Are we fueling our body with food that's like junk? Like, are we constantly going through the drive-through? Are we constantly getting the fried heavy foods? Are we, you know, like what are, what is, what kind of food are we consuming right now? What are you consuming? Take a thought, take a second and just kind of reflect on what you've eaten over the last few days. Or when you are more anxious, what does your food intake look like? This is not by no means to do any kind of shaming. This is to tell you that good food will fuel your body with the nutrients it needs. Now, does that mean that you can't have food that you enjoy? Absolutely not. I'm not here to tell you to restrict yourself from anything that you want. Like I love ice cream. And for some reason, it's like my body thinks that every Sunday evening I have to have ice cream. I don't know why. Like there's something in my body, like something in my brain that clicks and says, it's Sunday, you need ice cream and you need to eat a lot of it. So I am a huge proponent of eating the things that you enjoy and not restricting um, because that's not fun for anyone, but making sure that you're fueling your body with food that will help nourish you and sustain life versus just the junk that we can can put in our body sometimes, like the heavy fried foods um, from you know those fast food places. So making sure that you are fueling your body well. Next, caffeine. Are you living on caffeine? Are you that like, I get up in the morning, have to have my two cups of coffee, and then I might still go by Starbucks, and then I also might have, 
you know, a coffee later on in the day or a soda or something else or an energy drink or a pre-workout before I work out? Are you constantly living on caffeine? I am guilty because I have always, I feel like I, I definitely have gotten better lately. I don't drink as much coffee. I used to always drink at least two cups, no matter what. Now I'm drinking one, which is a big deal for me, but, um, caffeine is something that I have always just had a lot of, and it would make sense that my, my anxiety would be high, right? So caffeine's a stimulant. A stimulant can make us more anxious, make us jittery, make us feel kind of a little bit like out of control sometimes. But we do it because we feel like we, you know, we might be tired because maybe we're not getting adequate sleep. Does that make sense? It all links together. So if we're getting adequate sleep, then maybe we don't need all the caffeine that we think that we need, right? So if we can get some adequate sleep and we, we, we can decrease our caffeine intake because we're not needing to have that to keep us sustained throughout the day, right? So be mindful of that caffeine intake because too much can really do you in with your anxiety. So let's just think bad sleep or inadequate sleep or no sleep paired with way too much caffeine is not a good place to be if you're going to continue to try to sustain that. So especially if you already have anxiety or you're a naturally anxious person. Number five is filling your plate too full. So just always trying to do more, helping other people, which there's nothing wrong with helping other people, but sometimes we have to realize that if we don't have room on our plate, we can't add anything else, right? It's like when you go to the buffet, like you're filling your plate and if you continue to put things on your plate, things are going to be on top of each other. They're going to start to like, like your mashed potatoes is going to, are going to get in with your, I don't know, your I don't know, some other food that you, maybe you wouldn't want your mashed potatoes in. So just think about that. Like we cannot keep piling things on top of our plate without taking something off. So if you're continuously adding things onto your plate, you're taking on more at work, you're taking on more things in in your life, you're saying yes to people that are asking you to help or do, with do, help do something and you're doing all this, but nothing is getting taken off your plate. Mm, what's going to happen? You're going to feel like a failure at some point. You're going to be like, what? I can't get all this done. I have so much to do and not enough time to do it. And you're going to feel anxious and you're going to feel overwhelmed. And then eventually, what are you going to do? You're going to throw your hands up in the air and you're going to say, I can't do this. I'm done. I'm over it. I'm not doing it anymore. So we have to be mindful of the things that we're saying yes to and taking an inventory of the things that we have on our plate. And are they things that we need on our plate or are they things that we feel like we have to have on our plate that we feel obligated to do? So take that inventory today and say like, what are you currently doing that you don't need to be doing that is not actually helping you that you are just doing because you feel like you have to, then maybe kind of see if we can take some stuff off our plate, lighten the load a little bit. That will help your anxiety so much. Okay, and then number six is, um, okay, here you go. You ready? Googling your symptoms. I know. So let's say you're just not feeling well. 
You're like, hmm, here are my symptoms. Let me just put these things in Google. And guess what? Then you see all of these things that are wrong with you, right? And then you're self-diagnosing and you're like, oh no, now I'm dying. And then your anxiety gets really heightened because you're like, oh no, I could have you know, this, 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 or this. And then they're all, of course, not good because you're Googling your symptoms. And trust me, 99% of the time, Google is probably not right. You probably have a cold, right? But, or you probably have gas and your stomach hurts because of that. I'm just like, there's so many different things that it could be, but when we're Googling our symptoms, we often find the most, the, the worst case scenario. And then we get super overwhelmed and super anxious about it. And we worry and we worry and we worry. Stop Googling your symptoms. Don't do it. Don't Google your symptoms. If you're worried about them and they're persistent, go to the doctor. Google is not your doctor. The next thing, decrease your alcohol consumption. I know that's weird, huh? I know, but doesn't mean that you can't have a drink now and then, but if you're drinking consistently daily, um, that, and it's not just like I'm take having one glass of wine or two glasses of wine to just kind of wind down for the night. I don't believe there's anything wrong with that, but if you're consistently drinking like hard liquor to get drunk every single weekend or every single night, then you're probably going to find yourself more in some anxiety spirals than you would if you kind of decrease that. So just kind of take an inventory of your alcohol consumption and say, okay, if it's increased, has my, has my anxiety increased and kind of see if there's a link there. And the last thing that I want to talk to you about is either journaling or talking out your feelings with someone. So journaling is a really, really big way that you can help kind of get those um, thoughts and emotions out of your brain and onto paper so that you can kind of rationalize whether or not they're real, not real, something that I should be worried about, something that I shouldn't be worried about, right? So they allow us to kind of put those things onto paper and take them out of our head. And then we can come back and look at them again when we're in a better, clear mind. So journaling is a really, really good way to do that. And if you haven't done this yet, you can go to the link in the show notes and download my 30 free journal prompts. Um, it's my new free resource called Journal Away Your Worries. And it is just, it's one of my favorite things that I've ever created. It is a seven page little workbook for you. You can print it out or you can use it digitally, whatever works best for you. But it has 30 already done for you journal prompts to help you create space and energy to spend on things you love instead of worrying. So go grab that if you haven't. The link is in the show notes. So let's go ahead and recap what we've talked about today. So there are eight things that we talked about today that you can do now that you can control to help lessen your anxiety. Number one, get some adequate sleep. Remember, if it is not something that you can control because you're unable to fall asleep or stay asleep, and this is a consistent thing that's been going on for a long time and you've tried some, some you know, natural remedies, it's maybe time to seek a doctor's um, opinion. Number two, moving your body intentionally. Number three, fueling your body with good, nutritious food. Number four, be mindful of your caffeine intake. 
Number five, don't fill your plate too full. You are not superwoman. You cannot do everything, and that's okay. Number six, stop Googling every random symptom that you have. And number seven, decrease your alcohol consumption. And number eight, journal or talk out your feelings with someone. All right, I hope you enjoyed this, um, and I hope this kind of help you reflect on like, ooh, maybe I could get better sleep, or maybe I could be more mindful of my caffeine intake. Maybe I should stop Googling those symptoms. So I hope you took away something from this episode and you're able to put it into practice right now to help lessen your anxiety and worry. If you loved this episode or you took something away from it, even one little nugget, screenshot this episode, please go tag me in your Instagram stories. I love to see that you're listening and loving the episode and sharing it with other people so that more people can hear this message so that we can help more people live a less anxious life. So I will see you next time. Have a wonderful day. Thank you so much for listening to the You Out Loud podcast. I hope this episode was able to help you shift your mindset, take the step, or give you the little push you needed. If you loved this episode, don't forget to share it with your friends, tag us on Instagram, or leave us a rating and review over on iTunes. It is truly appreciated, and I do a little happy dance every single time. You are so important, and life is way too short to be playing small. It's time to take a chance on yourself and start living out loud.